0: Chubb Step. J Well. Creating all that jump. Chubb Step. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the king of the jungle. Yeah, I have so much fun on this boat. I took it out last week with a couple of guys and a couple of girls. Everyone was wasted, hooking up left and right, okay? Of course, my horse. From this moment forward, I decree no more schnitzel or strudel. Let's get some American food up and Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. (laughs) And the show has started. Woo! Woo! Pat's gone. Aw. Aw. Yeah, that's a sad crowd reaction. Yeah, the Uh, crowd's not pleased. No. Uh, Pat is, he's doing like a charity thing, right? Yeah, he was, uh, all those sled dogs that they train in Alaska, the Iditarod dogs, most of them they just eat. Um, once they run their course up there. So he's yep. bringing them back down to South Florida so they can live in the 95-degree temperature. Just a nice retirement spot for Iditarod dogs. Yep. Yeah, that's where so nice it r- pet <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we appreciate him doing that. You guys are both on the dog rescue train recently. Yeah, yeah, it's a chub it's a step thing. You'll get there one day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right now I've been doing uh the Dwight Schrute move and just volunteering at the local kill shelter to to put down the dogs, but That's probably more helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried, but usually the uh, waiting list is pretty long for that job. That's true. That Yeah, people love that. People <laughs> love the concept of that. That is actually a horrible job. But um whoever has to do that, I feel bad for. <laughs> Steed this past week i had my second bachelor bachelor party in 2 weeks yeah and i it was in madison wisconsin fun spot for it it was right? a fun spot it was uh well blossoming spring originally, it it originally was planned for new orleans and then new orleans didn't work out and then so they they recall they called uh, madison the new orleans of the north <laughs> and so <laughs> i'm not ready to give it that title but that's funny <laughs> <laughs> yes so uh there was something that i realized there so we uh, the first we all go up there on a friday we're all drive there's 12 of us and we go paintballing oh awesome. chill so i thought that was a, that's a pretty fun thing to do as far as bachelor party i've gone to quite a few bachelor parties at this point and i would say that was almost top of my list of activities that we've done. That's a fun dude thing. Like dudes being yeah. bros. And it's a dudes being bros, and it's guys, it's like, it was just our group facing each other. Oh, sweet. So that made it a lot more fun too. But I realized something with this, Deed. So this is probably the closest I'll get to uh, to battle, to real battle. And obviously it's nothing like, uh, you know, real guns and stuff like that. But it's probably the closest like civilian simulation of that, what do you say? Yeah. Um, I mean... Unless you just go to like the hood. (laughs) Unless I like walk like 10 minutes from my office and just walk around at night. It's like the same idea. You're, you're, you've got little guns and you're trying to shoot each other. And if you, yeah. Yeah. So one thing I, so I was like, um, the only, so they asked at the beginning, like, Oh, who, who's gone before? And I was like, well, I used to go like all the time in high school. So I had my own gun. Um, I used to go like, you know, once a month sometime every every like twice you know every two weeks I would go sometimes like I would go all the time in high school and then like beginning of college my gun broke and I like haven't gone since so I haven't gone in like seven years eight years Uh, but I was the only one to thoroughly experience with it and I also so this was a kind of a a two-sided thing so one was everybody's like oh watch out for Jared you know it's like they were saying that ahead of time, which is almost almost, almost certainly like a lose-lose scenario. And you're like, it's you're like, you're fucking goddamn right. Watch out for Jared. You froze yeah. those paintballs and just got right in their face. <laughs> pulled their mask off. Still shooting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, you know, at this point, I'm already hyped up. They're like, oh, so if I do crappy, then it's like, all right, well, I should have done good because I had the experience. But luckily, I ended up doing uh, very good. Uh, but it, I think the biggest thing was just that I wasn't afraid of getting hit with the paintballs, which everybody that starts playing is, and so they all kind of hide behind a bunker, and you can kind of just sneak up on everybody. There was one; the second game we played, it was six on six. I got their entire team out. I got oh, all yeah. six guys. <laughs> <One for> the? <laughs> and so it it made me think, though, um, as a paintball veteran, and you're a army veteran, we can uh, you know we can sync up on this. I I see. The difference with like an experienced soldier versus somebody that's not, and not you know, I could I could just I could more easily visualize this now. Like if you just had some like militia type guys, you know, there was I was thinking like the the movie The Patriot, which is an exact exact replication of what happened in Revolutionary War, but like the British Army looked down on the militia a lot because they were like a smallly trained group, and then when you when you're fighting somebody who is super well trained there is a huge difference even if they're using the exact same guns you know yeah what are your thoughts on that i i would agree i mean at the lowest level which is like paintball and airsoft yeah you can even see it yeah which is uh you should just go do some basic training then say uh you're gonna shoot yourself in the head if you can't leave and boom you'll be at the even next level jay You could destroy these guys in paintball. (laughs) So, do you think with with just my paintball experience, I could at least go in uh, to the army right now? Or say, probably National Guard, right? As like a captain? I would say you could go in as a captain and you could beat, um, you could clear ISIS out of Mosul in a week (laughs) by yourself. So, what what is the biggest difference that you noticed, I guess military-wise between when you started at basic training and then kind of when you wrapped up? Like was there like a huge skill level that like uh, combat-wise that you noticed a big difference with? Um it's well like the the skills there's like kind of small skills which are like shooting and jumping and I don't know. I don't know. Can you dunk now? S- I can dunk, yeah. But it's like stuff like that, where it's like technical use skills, and there's like running battle drills and reacting to contact and different things like that, like what you do in different situations, and that just takes time to build up. But like, after a few years of it, you do it enough, and for me, it was just all training. So it was just all training, but you're, I guess you're ready for oh my god there's a guy over there and you're like okay what do we do here instead of without any training you'd just be like oh my god there's a guy over there yeah (laughs) help yeah you already know your reaction of what you're going to do based on the scenario based on all the training that you've done before that even happens yeah so that's a it's a good help to actually do training that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense. Um, well, then uh, I think, uh, but uh, yeah, I think I'm going to stay active. Uh, I don't think I'm going to retire. I wouldn't until uh, further. It night. sounds like you're a natural. You could probably go special for uh, special forces paintball. <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. I might just skip the training. Like that's the thing, you know, that people always say about the Navy SEALs is how hard the training is. Right? For you it. could skip it. Yeah, I, I could. I'll just skip it. You're like, if you guys can beat me in paintball, I'll do the training. <laughs> 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 yeah um but that was that was a lot of fun and then we went to the uh you know the bars and stuff there but then saturday we went to the new glaris brewery for my own version of bruise news you know new glaris steed yeah i th- to me it always reminds me of like milk spotted cow you're talking about no i'm thinking new Glarus, more than spotted cow For some reason, I feel like they make like a milk beer. (laughs) Maybe they have something called a milk stout, which is sometimes a beer. Yeah, maybe I like they made a milk stout once and then I saw it and thought Wisconsin cheese cows put it all together. Mm -hmm. Well, it makes sense because if you drive to the place, it is in the middle of nowhere. The town, the population of the town is like 2,700. And. It is a huge brewery for that small of a town like that that has to be like you know everything in the town they even give you a little like token at the end to go to a local nuglaris uh like pub that you can get a free beer at oh. so it kind of' alert, <laughs> even like they're the ones stimulating the the local economy yeah. <laughs> that's uh, pretty cool, but something I realized is that I think. Of, I had maybe four different of their beers there other than Spotted Cow. I think Spotted Cow was my least favorite of the different New Glarus beers. Really? There was yeah, there was a bunch of other ones that I really and I even like Spotted Cow. This is just I think there was a bunch of other ones that I think were significantly better. Just less known. Would, uh, like less popular. Yeah, the the ones that they just don't distribute as I mean it's even new, even Spotted Cow is hard to find. You can only really get it in Wisconsin. So and that's the most popular one. So that's one they're usually stocking places, but they have some other ones at their brewery that are, that are really solid. Yeah. That's uh, those brewers, like there's one down here in Athens, uh, Terrapin and you can go there. It's like 12 bucks and they give you six, they say it's half beers, but it's pretty much six beers like yeah. full for like a tasting. So you can try, they have like 20 freaking beers. Yeah. Yeah. Some are good. Some are not good. I'll say that. Like, yeah, some will never get again, and they're off the menu pretty <laughs> quick. Yeah, some of the ones I'm just curious, if people actually like them for how they taste, or they just like them because it's so ridiculously different. They're like, yeah. they're good. Like, I, I think that's how my dad is with black licorice. I don't think he actually likes it. I think he just liked having a candy in our house that nobody else would eat, so he could have his own candy. <laughs> Black licorice is probably the worst invention of all time. I 100% agree with that. You want something uh, that gets good. stuck in your teeth and it fucking tastes like ass? It tastes like yeah. wood. Like if someone painted wood with, like, what is it that? What's the base layer, Jay? The clear coat. Lacquer? lacquer? Yeah. Yeah. Someone put lacquer on a piece of soggy wood and they're like, good luck. Yeah, eat that. Eat, that. <laughs> eat this. Put this in your mouth. That's yeah. <laughs> that's black licorice to me. Yeah, Steed. I saw a picture. Of Zach Chubstep. Zach tweeted something at us, which was a picture of you being the father. You were doing the same poses as a baby. Can you explain that picture? Yeah. Um. So Chubstep Zach sent that in, or he tweeted, he tweeted it, and then he tweeted it at Chubstep. But that was uh. So somebody had a baby a couple years ago, one of our friends. And uh, I can't remember. I had seen her, like, I would see her once every six months when I was in town. And then it was like, now it's like, never. But back then it was like once every six months. So she had a baby. And I guess initially somebody, like, didn't know who the dad was. So somebody was telling people that I was the dad of this kid. <laughs> and then they like told other people. So there was like somebody asked me, like at a bar or asked Zach, they're like, Did uh is Paul the dad of that baby? <laughs> Just like, What? Like, where did you hear that? And they're like, Oh, I heard it from this person. I heard it from oh, that God. person. Blah blah blah. <laughs> so then Zach tweeted, uh picture of the baby like (laughs) there's two pictures where i'm doing the exact same thing as a baby so it obviously looks like i'm the dad dad. all right we'll put that on the instagram as well yeah i I still don't have custody really based off those two pictures yeah wow we'll have to get lawyer face our official lawyer of ChubStop on and see what we can do It is, yeah i mean i would appreciate that i'd appreciate some help getting the baby uh back back home to Georgia. What does the fa- what does the father think of you being the the fake father? We're friends too, so it's fine. Okay. But I cool. haven't talked to him in so long. Well, this could be a good icebreaker. Hey, I'm actually the father of your baby. I think I told him that because I'm pretty sure he knew about the that literally insane that stuff dad and i was like what like what did i do <laughs> yeah <laughs> what don't bring me into stuff i'm just yeah. over here <laughs> i'm just doing stuff i don't. come on yeah uh later dudes ask you in your a's don't wear a c in jail over your b's i wanted to get to some uh emails here steve are you right with that uh yeah yes Yep. And this one i thought you'd appreciate too because it's involved uh it's involved uh, with Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk a little Game of Thrones. No, I know let's go. this is from Little Stevie, which you don't like. You don't like Little Stevie. Who? Little Stevie? Yeah. Oh no, I follow him on Instagram. So we we'll Oh yeah, wait. wait no, you do like Little Stevie. That's right. We might have had a feud. I can't remember. <laughs> it's like so, our uh, very public feud with Conan O'Brien. That's <laughs> true we got to build that up more <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> forgot how much we hate conan um okay so the subject is a chub of the seven kingdoms so it says hi chub step long time long time had a question is there anyone worse than the vocal i don't wa- i don't watch game of thrones crowd let me start by saying that I have no problem with people who don't watch the show. Some people don't have HBO. Some people don't watch a lot of TV. Some people may have watched it and just not liked it at all. Uh, I'm talking about the people for who some strange re- reason uh, where it is a badge of honor like, yeah, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Look at me. Some people will say it's not for me without seeing a second of the show. Acting like the most popular television show of the last decade is made for a niche audience. The worst part is that these people have to, time, to chime in anytime Game of Thrones comes up to let everyone know that they don't watch it and have no actual reason for not watching it other than being counterculture. Imagine if every time Jared had a Jeff Goldblum movie review and it was about a TV show, Pat cut in and went on a 10-minute long rant about how he doesn't watch TV and that everyone that does is a clown. That's how these people act all the time. Thus ends my TED Talk. Please do more. That's enough Whole Foods segment Soon. Little Steven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pat, you definitely need to do more. Whole food shout out. Nice. Yeah. He's, he's 100% right about that. Yeah, 500% right. Yeah. If you don't watch something and then you say you, like, don't watch it, it's, you're out of control. You're not cool. Yeah. You're not cool for doing that. Oh, I've never seen, I've never seen, um, I've never even seen the moon. Yeah, I don't look up at night. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what pants look like because I've I've never looked down. at Yeah, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm too scared. <laughs> Shut yeah. up. Yeah, it, it, well. This was a move that I used to do when everybody was watching Breaking Bad, but it wasn't even nearly as much. Or th- what I used to actually this was any time so there was a show that I didn't watch. Um, Entourage was the same way. People would say, do, "Oh, if you see." Do you see uh, Breaking Bad. I said no. That's a chick show. That was my response. Oh my God. <laughs> I and I'd give you Entourage as kind of a chick show, but not Breaking Bad. <laughs> neither neither of them really. Is. <laughs> <laughs> entourage and, and is I a knew chick. It wasn't at the it's time. A, <laughs> I just thought. I just if I said that, then at least um, then like I was saying, I had a reason. But the truth was just that I never got like I just never had the time. Yeah, there's or like it's not I probably had the time. I just was choosing to watch other things with my time. Like it just didn't appeal to me overall. And I've seen Entourage the movie at this point, but still haven't seen Breaking Bad or the show. Oh, Breaking Bad, very good. That's that's what. But it's tough because like if you like, I didn't know when Breaking Bad came out. I had no idea that it was going on, and then like. Everyone's like, "Oh, this is the best show ever," and I'm like, "All exactly. right, I'll check it out." So I managed to like watch it somehow. It was on Netflix or something. I watched it all the way through, but it's like tough to if everybody's like tweeting crazy shit about it. It's like hard to go back and then start it. Agreed, agreed. But if you don't watch it, like the the only acceptable thing if if like there's all these tweets that are like, "Wow, did you see what Arya Stark did?" And then you can you can tweet this. You can go, ha. Haven't seen Game of Thrones, but probably should. It seems cool. There, perfect. <laughs> That's the only acceptable one. Because then you're like, in yes. like, you're not going against the cool kids, which is us. Yeah. yeah. God, I hate those people. <laughs> the people agree. It is. I mean, oh, it's harder to watch shows when you're like. I people were not talking about Games of Th- Game of Thrones as much maybe until like the second or third season. So yeah. You know, it is a little tough when when the shows are building up. I mean, I'm I just started watching The Wire a couple of weeks ago. And that was like a show that at the time I had heard a ton about, but I just I didn't have HBO at that time. But now it's a perfect time to rewatch it because nobody's talking about The Wire anymore. But I knew it was a good show going into it. So now I'm enjoying it a lot. Um I, yeah. I only hit, but, the wire is a weird one for me because like there was jokes on TV about like the wire. They're like, oh, everybody talks about the wire, and I only know yeah. one person that talked about it, and that was Chubstep Mike, oh Mikey P. Really? Yeah, he was. He, to him about it. he never like shoved it down my throat. He was just like, oh, you should yeah. uh, watch the wire. It's the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Well. What I will say about shows now, especially with Game of Thrones, is like, Pat knows so much about it without ever watching a show because it's all over social media. Yeah. <laughs> he can't texted avoid it. today. Oh, my God. So, do you think he actually watched that last episode? Or did Yeah, it? Pat's... Oh, this was good. So, Pat texted us. No, I don't think he did. Um, what? Let's. I, we got to pull up what Pat, Pat texted the our group chat. I, I told him that I, I wasn't available the night because of the Game of Thrones, or you know, because... We were busy, and he's like, how the fuck did you miss Game of Thrones? What the hell? And then I said I had to watch it live, uh, not live, like a poor person. He said, Battle of Winterfell was crazy, but couldn't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which he probably, you probably saw some tweets that it was too oh, dark. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That battle was very well done, but, like, I was at my brother's house watching it, and he had, like, a... It's like a Emerson or some shit TV. So it's not super high quality and like when it gets too dark on those TVs, the TVs start getting all grainy. So it's really hard to see stuff. No, it it was grainy on mine too. I and I and I have a a very high quality um really? I, I don't even know what. It's mine's just a Vizio or something, <laughs> but uh Viz, what, Vizio?
1: <laughs> Vizio's No, ass. but I
0: don't I really I don't think it was that, Steve, because I think it was just when, when you're trying to make something light that is dark, like if you just try turning up the, the brightness on your TV, it will make it more grainy. Like, I mean, it will... It, 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 there's. I've heard there's people a... saying, like, arguing about brightness settings yeah. due to this episode. Like, did you... uh Chubb Step Zach, who sent that thing in, was yeah. arguing with Chubstep Lauren about the brightness settings on their TV during the battle of winterfell. They're married. <laughs> this almost tore them apart. Well, it's tearing a lot of people apart because I agree that you probably needed to turn up the brightness on it, but you also shouldn't because it works that whatever <clears throat> brightness you have it at works for every other thing that you watch. Yeah. And I mean, come on Game of Thrones, give us like a some weird fucking spell where it just puts a orb of light up there. <laughs> yeah. Come on! I couldn't tell what was going on. It was so stressful. It's like they'd be like, "All right, here's one plot point, and here's eight minutes of your characters about to get their heads chopped off." But you know, we'll just keep it going. That made yeah. me mad. Yeah, I, I, I'll say one more thing about that episode. You can say whatever you want, but my, my thought was that I thought it was a little bit annoying that at the end, it's like the only—it seems like the only people that are alive are like characters you know, and it's—it's it's a little bit much. Like it's just a little bit like, okay. I think some maybe you know statistically, some more of these yeah. guys would have died. Where they, I I always have an issue with that. Where I'm like, yeah, I get it. A lot of people are dying, but then there's like, yeah, it was like Brianne and Jamie and Podrick up on the wall, yeah, like <laughs> getting pushed in. You yeah. got like <laughs> Sam literally was on the ground getting stabbed in one scene. Then, like, 20 <laughs> yeah. minutes later in the show, he's just on the ground crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't attack crying people. Maybe that's, like, the, the cure. Like, in World War, World War Z, they don't attack sick people. So that's, like, what's going on here if you cry. They don't attack crying people. Yeah. Or if you're a main yeah. character in the show, they don't attack you. Jon Snow looked at Sam on the ground and just went, nah. <laughs> just got <kept> caught. <calling. laughs> literally, they're getting stabbed. John Snow's like, nope, I'm gonna go fight a dragon barehanded. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a great episode. Um, the, I mean, with the Dothraki horde scenes, that was awesome. Yeah, was yeah, the initial push of like the zombies where they were like ten feet high, like tidal waving as. I thought, and this is what everybody I've talked to thought too. They're like, "All right, episode's over in five minutes." So, because there were so many zombies, it seemed like they were going to push through Winterfell in five minutes, and that was like where they were going with the show. Real quick, Steed, with your military knowledge, what did you think about the attack game plan? Uh, they did not utilize those dragons. Or any of their aerial stuff, right? They—I feel like they barely. So they shot four catapult archers. volleys. What's that? They shot like four catapult volleys. Yeah, like four and then, total. And then no arrows until people were like on the wall. Yeah, it was that was horrible. I get it. You probably got like limited arrows, but just—I mean—start shooting arrows, man. And then you got like dudes on the wall. You got to keep those brain dead zombies out. It's not tough. It took the zombies two seconds to get through those walls. Like, put spikes on the walls so it's harder to get up. Oh my God. What were they doing? That's, you know, that's uh, not trained. If they probably would have had some paintball experience or something like that, they could have, they probably could have done something pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Jon Snow was up there dealing with like w- those wildlings who, I guess those are Swiss cheese. That's like, you know, go to a kid's birthday party and have a water balloon fight. Compared to paintball, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. Okay, so we got another email here. Thank you, Little Stevie. We got another email here uh, from Smacko, and it says, "Moving to Germany, uh, FMK." So I moved to Germany I moved to Germany because of the impending white collar war between Amazon, Walmart, and Apple. If you had to f sleep with one, marry one, and kill one of the three soon-to-be warring companies, what would you choose? That's a judgment call, Smacko. What are your thoughts, yeah. Steve? okay, first thing I want to say is that's the perfect reason to get out of America. Yeah. Thanks for uh, bringing that to light. Corporations. And finally, somebody's brave enough to say it. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Smacko. <laughs> Uh, so I get a bang. Mary kill. Walmart. Amazon Walmart app. Amazon Walmart and Apple. It's weird that he puts Walmart up there and not like Facebook. Does he think they're going to be too small of a player in that war? Um, I you see. Cause I yeah, my instant one was was Walmart to kill. Yes, yeah, white trash. That, well, it's white trash, but I'm trying to think, would that be the best one to sleep with? Maybe a little bit more wild. A little bit more of a wild, like... Uh, more open spicy. to anything. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'll try anything once. That might be a good one to uh, to bang out. But then you got to marry Amazon, I guess. No, I'd marry Apple. Apple's like high class. High society. Here's if my we're talking... Opinion. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm. I I hear. I think Apple would be high maintenance. That's what I hear. High class. I'm thinking high maintenance. Okay, like, but they're like the trophy. Yeah. Okay, but how long do you want to put up with that? Uh, until. Uh. Yeah. Well, A while <laughs> here's what I'm thinking, Steve. Like, it's not. Okay. It's not. Bang, marry, then get divorced kill it's <laughs> you gotta assume it's gonna go well i i well but but with apple though if i'm gonna how could i stay married to apple when like we go to the store and then she's got to bring her or apple he i guess corporation is a you know not he or she uh zer you know whatever it has to bring like all the accessories like nothing just works in an apple product you got to bring the airpods and the. it's got yeah it's got to be like some other little device that goes into the device before you can plug in a normal thing to it and yeah it only it only connects to like other devices that are also apple devices like that would be somebody that is like oh i don't wear that i i only eat organic food like i'm only gonna shop with uh apple products you know I'm yeah they're gonna, moving I'm up on a control list that's that's my thought on Apple. So I you're going to kill Apple. I would kill Apple and I would marry Amazon. Because I don't, don't want to marry Amazon. Why? I don't know. Well, you don't have to have the same list as me. All right. That's fine. We're different people. What are you choosing? I'm going to bang I'm going to bang Amazon. Okay. Just to get him out of just to get him out of the way, okay Then I mean to uh, uh, mary Walmart Mary Walmart oh my God they've always they? been there for me <laughs> that's true <laughs> through through the good times and the bad times exactly I'm <laughs> sticking with Walmart they got everything I need right there in my hometown I don't need to wait for a drone to deliver nope. it to me nope. So I'm going to bang that out of the way and I'm going to, I'm going to kill Apple. Yeah. Cause okay. that's the biggest threat to, well, I guess it's not the biggest threat to Walmart. No, I should probably kill Amazon if my wife is Apple or Walmart. I mean, yeah, I'm killing Amazon. Yep. Then I'm going to marry Walmart back on top. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to bang Steve Jobs. <laughs> okay. Perfect yeah i was thinking amazon would be nice to marry because i could always come home and there would be something waiting for me oh yeah little present for me always waiting from amazon that does sound nice (laughs) okay um thank you smacko so how about this jeff goldblum uh movie review oh wow yes okay hi hi i'm jeff goldblum uh, you, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've, uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? <laughs> Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. You're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, People always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Uh, This is about the biggest stretch of the term movie. Uh, but this is also the second time we've done a video game.
1: Yeah, first video game was
0: good. Um, yeah. Great review. Great yeah. Jeff Goldblum acting. Yes. Chubbs uh, Up Greg's one of his favorite reviews. So this one was from 1996 Goosebumps Escape from Horrorland. Not the movie. Not the movie. A Not the Goosebumps TV show. Video game. Where you're basically watching footage, and then you have to, you have a little your mouse is a little clicker, and you click to interact with certain things. Like your, your mouse is a little hand that goes across the screen and then you click to do certain things. So Jeff Goldblum is in this game randomly for about um, I don't know, four or five minutes. And the story here is that Lizzie, Luke, and Clay are trapped in Horrorland, and you must help rescue them. Escape from Werewolf, Dracula, and the Horrors of Horrorland. Solve puzzles and gather clues to free your friends from one of the creepiest places on Earth. That's the that's the story of the game. So... It, uh... I, uh it was so bad. Yeah, so Guff Goldman was playing Dracula in this... <clears throat> Uh, this little girl meets Dracula, um, and his first instinct is to start. Uh, he tells her a little story about how somebody she can't save her friends, or you know, something's lying about somebody. It, it didn't make sense in, in the context of not knowing the rest of the game. But then he his then the next thing is they start dancing together. Yes, they do, which is a little strange. Yep, uh, kind of ballroom dance style, but just kind of like not very like, well-choreographed ballroom dance, just kind of the circle ballroom dancing. Like it's maybe, a simple waltz. As you'd see, like, extras doing in the background of, like, a Disney movie. Just picture the, like, circle, the swinging each other around type of thing. Yeah. Um, and while that's going on, you're clicking on Jeff Goldblum's many pockets that he has on his Dracula shirt, trying to grab devices from him. Yeah, that was a little weird, because then you got to imagine that little little kid is copying a feel on Goldblum. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I'm thinking. I'm assuming assuming you're playing as this girl, so yeah, you're clicking on things, and yeah, as she's she's like pickpocketing them as they're dancing together. Yeah, and Jeff and Dracula apparently is a bad guy, but for all we know, he was just trying to dance. Yeah, with a child. With a... That's a good point. So that does kind of make it bad. But it can be cute. In the, like, daddy-daughter dances. that kind of thing? There can be a cute time to dance with a kid. If, There's a if cute time, but she was... She was had no chaperone, and she was in a dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're right. Yeah. But, but if I was in that situation and it was Goldbloom, I also would have been vulnerable. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's a very vulnerable setting. Uh, she, They do dance together. She does she must be dancing against her will because what does she pull out there steed she pulls out a gd laser yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and shoots uh mr and mr dracula Goldblum until he uh gets upset he doesn't die but it's not a laser that kills you it's more like a stun laser it seems like a oh, so, that kinda hurts. this was the least effort i've ever seen jeff Goldblum put into acting <laughs> And or anything it was like <laughs> they're like all right you're getting shot with a laser and he just like no facial expression no anything he just like goes onto his knees he's like ow <laughs> uh, like <laughs> i don't think he even said stop he just like looks at her and then yeah. she says some stupid kid line like i'm gonna save my friends and yeah. he's like oh no <laughs> and he like spins away yeah yeah Never to Dance Again. Oh, that was yeah. what. What year did you say this came out in? This came out in 1996. So this was a game where you click on Jeff Goldblum's body to then shoot a laser beam at him. Uh, that's the game. You <laughs> click on Jeff. You click on things that are highlighted. You know yeah, what else came out in 1996? You just click around a screen until something's highlighted, and then the game does stuff for you. In 1996, Mario Kart came out on Nintendo 64. Significantly. You can just tell uh, the quality (laughs) of this for what held up through time. So why are they making this fucking Goldblum dungeon game when you can just go play Mario Kart? Well, because you can't have Jeff Goldblum in Mario Kart. So they needed a, a platform for him. He could have been the announcer. That's true. That's true. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have liked that a lot more, I think. I would be pissed off if I paid like $3 for this game, whatever it cost. Yeah. Yeah, no, this was bottom tier. This is a, this is a Uh, Randy Quaid on the Jeff Goldblum Independence Day movie review. I might story. give this the lowest yeah. of but all. Like, lowest high. out of all, interesting. No, I've seen some ones that are worse than this. This was not lowest out of all. I I don't believe that. Yeah. Well, I'll just, I'll just send you some. She, links she lasers Jeff Goldblum and Jeff Goldblum does not react at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's li- it looks like they were like, all right, you need to act like you're hurt, and he just yeah. goes to his knees. He's like, I'm not fucking doing this. I'm not yeah. doing any of this. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was this is rough. I'm not not a big fan. I feel like a little boy who's lost his first tooth. Put it under his pillow, waiting for the tooth fairy to come. Only two evil burglars have crept in my window and snatched it before she could get here. A fato dos. Wait a second. Do you understand the concept of the tooth fairy? Steed. Uh, we've got up here. Episode- yeah, Chub 200 coming up. Uh, don't forget yes. about that. Uh, Do you... Is there something you want to get to? Yes, Jaybo. Yes. Let's hear it. Did you see Avengers Endgame? No, I did not. Oh, wow. So this, uh, everybody knows, it's the uh, last of the... This, like, Marvel Cinematic Universe coming to an end after, like, 11 years. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So I was going to see the movie on Friday at, like, 6 o'clock. And I'm, like, at about 4.30 or something, I was just, like, scrolled through my phone. I was on Twitter. Looked at Twitter real quick, and none other than my football team, the Buffalo Bills running back, LaShawn McCoy, spoiled the movie for me. Yeah, I heard about that. Matthew Berry tweeted about that. My friend Matthew Berry, who I email with. Yeah, he tweeted who dies. I'm not going to say it because I don't even want to spoil it. Yeah. But he tweeted who dies, and then somebody that doesn't die, and I saw that like an hour and a half wow. before I saw the movie that was essentially 11 years in the making. Yep. So I immediately tweeted uh, to trade him. Yes. Which I think the Bills should trade him or cut him. I don't care. Get him off the team. Well, I don't, dis- I don't disagree with you. He's been a huge disappointment. I had him in fantasy football last year. He was horrible. I, I thought he was gonna, okay. If he's going to pull stunts like this, uh, he needs to be off the team. Oh, yeah. On the football field, no problem with him. Personally, get him out of the league. <laughs> get him On out of the note. league. Yeah. That is BS. Yeah. That being said, when I did see the movie, even knowing who was going down, Jay, this is a man card situation. This Uh-oh. is a man card if you cry at the movies. Who was crying at the movie? I was crying at the movie. You were crying at Endgame. Yes, I cried at Endgame. Even? Jay, the whole theater, the whole theater was crying. <laughs> I don't. I do, I do not believe that. <laughs> Ask anybody who's seen it. I'm not even kidding you. The whole theater was crying. Multiple people, probably like 15 to 20, were loud crying. Like, (laughs) sobbing. Like, oh, uh, uh." And it was taking a lot of me, a lot of pressure, to just sit there quietly. Just like, okay, I'm sad, but I'm in a movie theater, so I'll just let tears come down. Nobody can see me. I'm still cool like uh like no sean moreno and that um when the national it, yeah. anthem is going on <laughs> where tears are just pouring down his face yes yeah, tears, tears just pouring down that was the best that's that was you at the theater yeah except i tilted them sideways so that they get off my face earlier <laughs> okay good. so like nobody could see good good call good call well that's sad sorry to hear that man it, it was really sad i was i mean a lot of emotions you know yeah, but I'm like i I'm a fan of all those movies. Yeah, so I've seen them all, and then it's ending, and then people are dying. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Very sad. Wow. Well, it was like the uh, Game of. It was like a hundred times better than the Game of Thrones episode, Battle of Winterfell. I haven't seen Endgame. I, if I'm going to see it, it won't be anytime soon. So I, I, I could expect that it would be better, just because based on reactions I've heard yeah i didn't i mean no tears were dropped in battle of winterfell no but i did cry a lot in avengers endgame and i'll admit that that's yeah see that is that man card, admitting it um yeah i mean it's, it's a man card. uh <clears throat> but i'm trying Whoa, to think okay, of wow. a spin zone i'm trying to think of a spin zone um was it a guy or girl that died uh, one of each. Okay. Uh, you can cry if the girl dies because that means she'll never be your wife. Okay. Well, I the the main crying was uh, the dude. Uh, crying because of the dude. He could have saved your life. You got damn right, he did. <laughs> he saved a lot of people that day. <laughs> yeah, and you're just yes, you're crying for the people in the future that he won't save, which could be which could be your future wife. Which, yeah. Well, now I can have his wife. Well, I don't know. Let's not go that, <laughs> she's in mourning. Let's not go that far, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're oh God, you're it was so crying. sad. <laughs> <laughs> don't push this. Don't push it. <laughs> yeah i shouldn't do that i won't even i'm not even gonna say it even though this will come out like a week and a half two weeks after it yeah that movie came out still won't spoil it yeah because screw you Lashawn mccoy yeah public not even viewed publicly denouncing Lashawn mccoy yeah i'm all for it he's too shady uh so he is shady uh, I've got a really good Tanzania article, but I think I'm going to save it for next week. Uh, I haven't done the Tanzania news in a while, but I think we'll save it for Chubb 200. And the nation's in turmoil because of it. Yeah. I hope you know that. It's your fault. Because of what? Because you're not reporting the news to all the people in America, so nobody's donating to Tanzania. <laughs> so true. their country's just going nuts. I'm just trying to build up the news cycle, give them a lot of turmoil so that I got more to talk about. Yeah, that's good for us. Good for the yeah. ratings. So Chubb200, I want people to email the show. Just, you know, if, you have, if you've been waiting to email the show, email the show. If you want to record something and send it into the show, you can just do like a recording on your phone and email it in. We'll play it on the show. Uh, you know, talk about any of your favorite moments over the past 200 episodes. Any of that type of stuff. You know, the more... I would like it to be as much fan-oriented as we could get it uh, and and i think it would be you know i'm, uh, I'm happy that chub 200 is coming up and hopefully we got some other uh, surprises in there too so there might be a surprise uh twitch live stream too maybe a surprise <laughs> twitch live stream if that's the case well you know on instagram chubstep podcast on instagram uh pat callahan even though pat wasn't here today you can follow pat callahan at pat callahan 044 uh you can follow me at jradzy3 and then steed um, I'm going to say, don't even follow me. Okay, Don't do it. Reverse psychology. I like it. Yep. <laughs> don't follow him <laughs> at Steed underscore Palomino. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Uh, Everyone's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. And then uh, follow us on Instagram, chubstep, sub chubsteppodcast. We haven't done that yet. And uh, we'll be updating that regularly. And chub200. Uh, coming up next week. It's real. It's coming up and the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.